0: And that is you how done. we open every episode of men of the machine i'm kevin i'm pat and today, we don't know what we're talking about. Give me a second to get f- f- fix- fixuated. I am, I've am. i been so busy lately, Patrick. So goddamn busy. Not like well, I mean, with real stuff.
1: <laughs> I've been dealing with like, a death in my family, so I mean, yeah. I've mean, i been busy as well. So. Yeah, not
0: with that kind of stuff. Just like friends and, and doing friend oh. things. So, oh. yeah, struggles. <laughs> Hashtag struggles over here. Uh, no, I've just... Like today, I had to go to this new training for the, my new job at EB which sounds like I'm not going to be starting there for a few months longer than I thought because I have a vacation in August to go watch Britney Spears in concert, which is unmissable, okay? This is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and uh, they don't want me to miss any of these training courses, so I might have to wait until the September class, which would blow. That would be... I gotta make money, Patrick. But other than that, I've just been going out with friends and hanging out. I started, though, get this, I'm in a kickball league now.
1: They have leagues for Hickball?
0: Yeah, apparently out here they do. And uh, one of my best friends out here, Deanna, she she wanted a bunch of people, so she started asking everyone at work and all of their friends. So we made a, a team. There's like a little twelve of us, and we played our first game last night, and we lost sixteen to one. <laughs> 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 so so it didn't go smoothly. But to be fair, we were playing the team. It it's the lady said it's the only. Um, quote unquote professional team In the league like The people who sign up every single year With the exact same group of guys and, and women And win the overall So It was one inning They scored 12 runs in one inning So if you take that inning out It was 4-1, to one. it was a great game But that inning alone <laughs> Was atrocious And I blame it on two specific people That I'm not going to name drop now Who dropped the ball The one guy dropped it seven times like, it just, po- pop flies, you know kickball, you kick it, it goes straight up into the air. Pop flies, and he just was like, oh, I'll just stand right here, there's no way this could possibly, oh, it's behind me. Okay, <laughs> boy, oh boy, what do you know? So, but either way, yeah, I joined a kickball league, and I'm joining a softball league too.
1: That's, I mean, I don't know, alright, I mean, have fun with all these weird sports, I don't. I don't understand why it's happening, but.
0: I mean, mostly it's because Franny's never home. So if I'm just going to come home, I'll sit on the couch and just like weep at the door waiting. So I'm like, you know <laughs> what? Might as well go do something. So I started doing all these extra things and it's pretty fun so far. It's done me good.
1: I mean, I'm glad for you, I guess. I have no desire to do any of those things, but you, you have fun.
0: Well, sometimes you got to suck a dick to know a Dick, Patrick. That's just what, what? they say. S- it's mean it's what they say. I no, it isn't. I wouldn't look deep into it. It's just what they say. Which leads me to the first question of this podcast, and you have to be honest, Patrick. What's more intimidating? Giving a guy a BJ or taking it in the butt? What the fuck? No, I'm just... I'm I'm interested, and I just want to know your thought process. Which is more... Because neither scary... I don't like the term scary. Gayness isn't like, oh god, it's gonna catch me in the room. I don't know what I'm doing. Someone's knocking at the door. Like, that's not how gayness works. But... It is intimidating because it's not in your comfort level. So, which is more intimidating, putting a penis inside of your mouth or taking one up your sphincter?
1: I don't want to do either thing, but I guess a (laughs) blowjob.
0: Right, but okay, so I I agree. I think a blowjob is more intimidating, but why is that? Because that, in all honesty, is the less uncomfortable of the two. I mean, you can walk away fine afterwards if you're given a BJ, but if you're taking it in the back, you've got some discomfort for roughly three to six hours. I've done my research. Don't worry about it. So what I'm saying is, why is it that just a BJ is way more like a taboo? Do you have, have a... to look at it? Then... <laughs> yeah, you are looking right down the barrel, so to speak, I suppose. What? Hmm, I don't know. I, I, For me, for me, it's mostly about um bringing them to a satisfactory location and i feel like that is not as simple to do slash enjoyable via mouth play does that I make i don't want semen in my mouth patrick i really don't <laughs> that's that's what i'm getting at through trying to not say it directly but you kind of you kind of stroked it right out of me to use a proper analogy okay i don't know what's happening and i'm frightened and confused just asking and... questions just just out the landscape I can turn your volume up a little bit So I'm gonna uh, boop, 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 boop. But either way That's not You know apparently This is not something we talk about So let's just move on Oh thank merciful god But with that being said I'm gonna ask ex- ex- you to explain to me a little bit Cause I have been on the most wonderful comic spree lately Of my life Cause the book barn down here I'm gonna take you when you come visit in August Cause that's still happening If you haven't requested off work That's not on me That's on you So in August, when you come visit, I'm going to take you there. They don't have a ton, but every single day they get more stuff in, whether it be one book or 50 books. Um, And back-to-back times I went. It was completely new uh, uh, graphic novels and comics, so I picked up a bunch of random issues, like I got an issue of Transmet, a random issue of Sandman, whatever. But I picked up on graphic novels, Explain to me exactly why I'm supposed to be so excited and read Why the Last Man
1: um because it's really fucking good i mean i don't (laughs) don't know what we tell you i don't know
0: i don't know what the story is i've never i don't know okay
1: basically the story um to break it down it's kind of like most like easy to digest form is uh a virus has wiped out the entire uh male gender of the human race actually i think it's all races um except for one man and this uh monkey that he's been training to be like a helper monkey uh and he's basically on a quest to essentially it's kind of like I mean kind of like preacher in that respect where basically because he's like a, he's with a doctor like a scientist and um
0: a lady a bodyguard i
1: think is safe to they're, assume they're all ladies yes okay.
0: yeah i'm just getting a feel <laughs> put my feelers out there
1: um but yeah, and in on like he's and in, in the process he's being like stalked and hunted by this group known as the Amazons, who are I mean basically they're trying to be like modern day Amazons, and like they're on his trail to trying to kill him. Some people are trying to like yeah, so it's it's it's, it's a whole thing. it's basically, How would it's they like, want to
0: kill him though? Because I mean, if he dies, everyone dies.
1: Well, yeah, but if he dies, I mean, then there's no more males. Like it's 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 like it's like it's like if you. Um, like let's say there was like for like neo Nazis like there was like one black guy left on the planet, they're all gonna try to kill that black guy like and just stop it there like if you I want guess. to if you want to end that gender and that species like whatever like if you want to end it you're gonna there do you it. go. <laughs>
0: okay, I get that. It's kind of, yeah that is kind. Of, who wrote who wrote it? Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn, yeah. Brian K. Vaughn, and I'm guessing does he make a bunch of illegitimate children along the way? Not a bunch. I mean, there's a couple, but... Oh, that's nice. Is it... No, I don't want... I kind of want spoilers. How many of the big... So I got the really large trade, because they had the small ones do the small individual trades of it, and I got, like, the large collection of trades. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah? Yes. And I... how many of them is there, the big ones? I have. F-
1: uh, I would guess probably, like, Five? Oh, shit. I think that I think there was, like, around 10 volumes, give or take, so... Okay.
0: Okay, that makes sense, because yeah. it was in the Ultimate Turn of Irony, there was... It's not really Ultimate, but just bear with me. There was... They had, of the individual volumes, they had 2, 3, and 4, and then of the monster side trades, they have 2, 3, and 4, so obviously I bought the monster one, because I'm pretty sure that two alone almost held all of those. Uh, so I got all those, but I don't have one yet, so I, I'm not... I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Okay, give me time.
1: I mean, you can just go on Amazon and get one. Man.
0: I paid 5 bucks for these, okay? I'm not going to go pay 20 bucks on Amazon for just the first one. I'll wait until it shows up at the Book Barn like it's destined to happen and I'll get it. Which I'm also going to start reading League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I'm very ex- cuz I got volume 2 and I'm very excited yeah. about that. I have I had volume 1, which I think I got at Book Barn as well. Or did I get it at Comic Con? Doesn't matter. Got it. So I bought volume two and I really want to read that. Is that one that you like?
1: Um, I don't dislike it. I think it's cool, but it's like not one of my favorite Alan Moore things, but I do I do like it. Like it's definitely better than the movie. Like yeah. all I know is Invisible that Man
0: gets raped to death by Hyde. He does, that's true. I've read that. I mean, then read the fucking book. It's, you know? it's implied, sorry. It's not definitive, but it happened. Because he, get, he gets into position. So, and then panel away. That's how comics work.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. I, I've only read the first one. But, like, I mean, I might reread it. I don't know. But, like, I, I haven't read it in a long time. But, like, um, I mean, it definitely it's definitely better than the movie. But the movie that's, like, that, that's like I think that's was the last thing that Alan Moore had his name on. And then it was just like, yeah, I'm, I don't want this to happen ever again. I liked
0: the movie, but I, it was a flop. I understand that it was not a quality film but at the time of no. seeing it i really enjoyed it which well, yeah, i she, didn't know they put dr jekyll in the freaking mummy movie have you seen it yet
1: i haven't seen it yet because nobody would fucking go but yeah i did know dr jekyll was in it
0: so ugh, that's just a whole can of worms that's just they put him.
1: they put him in the fucking trailers <laughs> oh they did yeah was it russell crowe's like i'm dr henry jekyll so
0: I- part of the trailers i remember is thinking that this mummy is hotter than the last mummy
1: well last mummy was a a dude so think, oh, I mean, i'm sorry
0: can i not call dude hot because i i'm just saying he's not an ugly you, man what was i his mean name? you did
1: call uh what the character name or yeah, the no, actor the name? actor
0: I, I can't billy zane arnold
1: Vosloo. No, no he was not billy zane it was arnold Vosloo.
0: who's billy zane
1: billy zane was not him
0: <laughs> i'm gonna google billy zane on my phone really quick
1: no Billy Zane but, was the phantom and he was in titanic the phantom yep
0: yep that's who i'm thinking of and it wasn't him you're right when you're right you're right i do really like I Zane, though. i'm well aware that i'm right <laughs> is, is the is the phantom worth worth reading
1: the comic i mean i read it as a kid i haven't read it as an adult um yeah. i mean it's fine i mean it's it's i mean it's comic strips like um it's kind of like i don't know the close thing is really, it's like if batman was indiana jones i guess because it's basically like batman in the jungle essentially so i'm down with that though but yeah, I mean, I like the movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I liked it when I was a kid, so. I loved
0: the movie. Got it. But as well, haven't seen it since, and it's one of those ones I don't want the nostalgia to be ruined, because...
1: Well, no, I mean, I think it'll probably be, like, uh, cause like the thing I said before, like, when we're so, like, it's a Wonder Woman, where it's, like, that's one of the movies I'm talking about, where basically it's, like, like, The Rocketeer and, like, that kind of era of, mm-hmm. like, the 90s, like, kids' movies, like, those, the, those were, like, live-action kids' movies, at least, those were cool and i mean so yeah i mean and the only thing i the only thing i i haven't watched that i can think of uh cause i don't want to ruin it because my brother told me not to was howard the duck but um oh
0: dear god yeah don't watch that again yeah just he was it, like just hold it up top
1: i remember it being really good when i saw it when i was like five and he's like don't watch it again dude like i watched it a couple of years ago it's it's really really bad dude it's it's that awful. Happened to me
0: recently with something i watched shit I wanted to actually tell you about that I watched a movie which we just rewatched uh, Kingsman which was wonderful and I watched Keanu yes. way better than I anticipated it being I thought it was gonna be a really shitty like oh look they gave the guys of Key and Peele a movie let's see what happens like a SNL type well, thing Jordan fucking Peele just made fucking get out yeah so. that was after and he it was by himself not with um, Keegan Michael Key and like it's it's that's not the same so this was their first outing. I didn't. I I expected very low of it, like an SNL movie type thing. That's not Wayne's World. I was like, this is gonna be shit. But it was it was freaking hilarious. It was phenomenal. Okay, well, not phenomenal. It was a seven out of. It was a. Say six isn't bad because it's above average. Because five is the average, but it sounds bad to me when I'm grading stuff like that. But if I had to, I'd probably give it a six point five or a seven out of ten as far as comedy goes it was have you seen it um i mean no i've not it's it's funny it's i it's not what i expected it to be i remembered the pr- the trailers and the cat and all that stuff and i never even cared to think about it but um what was what i've only seen one key and peel sketch ever the only thing
1: i really know about Oh yes key and peel sorry key i was real it's just
0: get out so like i like get out other than that I really <laughs> phenomenal i've seen all of the first season like half of the second season then i stopped it is one of the best sketch comedy shows ever but so are all of them i guess everyone always says a different one that's not there's no such thing as a best sketch comedy show ever it's just like hot i guess no that's a lie there is Chappelle show, Chappelle show, Chappelle show, Chappelle show. i don't yeah, i don't it's... agree but that's fine. oh i love Chappelle show so for me okay my personal favorite ever but that's neither here nor there. All I'm saying I mean, is... It only has, like, two fucking seasons. Three. So, like... And then he okay, left because he got pissed off at Comedy Central.
1: Uh, But that's what I'm saying. Like, and they're short-ass seasons. Like, so if you're saying the greatest, I mean, it has to be Saturday Night Live. Because I mean, Saturday Night Live. Even though they've had a lot of, like, shitty years, if you combined all their good years, it's still phenomenal. <laughs> like, it still be eh. at least, like, ten years of greatness. Like, at, at the very least.
0: Yeah, but that's outweighed by 20 years of eh. I don't I don't agree. It's like the That's whole it's like the whole LeBron James Michael Jordan comparison. Michael Jordan finished his career in 12 years, 13 years. LeBron James is in his 13th year and hasn't and even if at this point he completes everything Michael Jordan did, Michael Jordan did it in such a compact time that you're like, yeah, that guy was greatness from start to finish.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's like it's like um it's like Simpsons. Like it's like seasons 2 through like 9 of the Simpsons are Those flawless.
0: Are or or They're South f- Park has a similar thing going for it, certain seasons are like standout amazing seasons and then there's I'm a bunch say, of filler. Like,
1: there's been like 30 years of Simpsons, but like the fact that like two, seasons 2 through 9 are fucking flawless. That's still incredible cuz most shows can only manage like 3 years of really yeah. really good. So, I stand
0: like, by my Chappelle claim, but I get I I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, it's entirely, no. I, yeah,
1: no, I, but it's, I mean, also I really liked the state and kids in the mm-hmm. hall and those weren't terribly long
0: run. I but... like it, uh, in I it, in living color. I never liked in living color. I, it was, um, Martin Lawrence's character, Shanene. I, yeah. so I, we had ca- a bunch of cattle growing up. Every time we'd get a new cow and I'd ask dad if we could name it Shanene. He said no pretty much every time, but you know, I kept asking cause I'm persistent. <laughs> if nothing else.
1: I mean, I don't know. It's like *In Living Color* is the reason that to this day I really hate Jamie Fox. But like, I I
0: I love Jamie.
1: I literally have only ever liked him in *Collateral*. And I know that's more because I like, um, I like, and also Django, I guess. But more, actually, in both cases, it's like I like the director. Like everything around the movie is good, so he works like as like a cog in the machine. Like yes. Whenever like I have to watch like anything that Jamie Foxx is like the star of, I'm like, uh... <laughs> but
0: that's, that's just, like, the whole thing. <laughs> that's just one of those those things. Who makes who better, and you're gonna side on the side of the director. I totally understand that, but at the same time, you got to give him his credit where credits due. He did, and not anyone could just step in and do it. I still. What well, thing?
1: It. I would have loved to have seen because the original choice for Django was Will Smith, but Will Smith wanted to make changes, and Quentin Tarantino, being Quentin Tarantino, was just like yeah we're not doing that so yeah. <laughs> so because and i and i get will smith's like perspective especially with being the egotist that he is where he's just like i'm not the lead of this like the uh Christoph Waltz part like yeah. that's the lead and then just like i need to be the lead and like
0: just like yeah well i'm not rewriting my script so have a good day <laughs> okay, yeah Will smith I mean, well i don't even know if i would have liked will i mean obviously you can't Fully picture it, but I don't think I would have liked Will Smith there as much I as I enjoyed Jamie Foxx. The
1: entire time I watched Django, I was picturing Will Smith, and everything I pictured was better. I'm just like... Will
0: Smith is too... He's too charming. He's overly charming. I don't
1: agree. I think he's fucking... And also, he can not be when he wants to be. Like, there's plenty of things he's done where he's not, like...
0: Like, the pursuit of happiness, he's not terribly charming. Like... He's still charming. You're still, like, rooting for this guy in a way that you're just like, oh, I just want to hug him, not in like, yeah, go, guy. You're just like, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, my God, the charisma just flowing off of this Will Smith character. I can't want to? Did you
1: really want to hug Deadshot really hard? I don't really... Yes. The man was going <laughs>
0: through some stuff. He was going through some hard shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, whatever. Even
0: Hancock, a terrible movie, you are still like, wow, this guy's an asshole. But, oh, look at those eyes. He's so buff. I love Will Smith. Okay, come here. Come on.
1: In fairness, I've never seen Hancock. Like, I once I turned it on because I own it because Chris mm-hmm. gave it to me because uh, he didn't want it anymore. And, like, I turned it on, and literally something happened, like, five minutes in, so I'd turn it off, and I never turned it back on. Uh, so, like, it's, it's, I, so day, I've never seen it. You
0: know, it's entertaining. It's It's got its moments. It's a Superman-esque fighting a... Superwoman woman-esque character it's it's i liked it i liked it a lot
1: it got a lot I mean, of shit
0: though the r- reviews were awful but i you know whatever I don't, i'm not the biggest pete
1: berg fan in general but i, I mean that is. whatever he's a director
0: i well yes but i mean of like <laughs> of of
1: uh i think the most famous thing he ever did was lone survivor with marky mark um gross but he's done a lot I mean, he's done a lot of work the only thing he's ever done that i liked what i think is funny is like i saw the trailer for um when Kevin and I went to, what do we see? Oh, was, I think it was actually Wonder Woman. Oh. That, uh, um, when they showed the trailer for Rough Night, and I was like, "Does anyone besides me remember very bad things?" And everyone's like, "No." I'm just like, "Okay, so I guess that's why they could make this," because I was just like, "There's a movie that came out. It was Pete Berg's first movie. It was like in the '90s. It came out where it was, um, basically this group of dudes, um." are having a bachelor party for their friend that's getting married and in the process um, the stripper dies. They accidentally oh. murder the stripper and basically then the movie just kind of it, it, basically, it becomes like everybody kind of going after each other and blah 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 all this bullshit and then I saw The Trailer for Rough Night which is the exact same thing just the gender role swips, switched mm-hmm. and I was just like huh? Like, does no one remember this movie? And then no did. I'm like, alright, fair enough, but I guess nobody does remember it but me, so rock on, I guess that's why you can do it. If
0: you put females in the lead, you can pretty much use any storyline you want and see how it turns out.
1: Well, also, I just think they're gonna like, puss it out, just because like, the very bad things. The fact that it was even made is amazing, because it's like, one of the darkest comedies I've ever seen in my life. Like, it ends with like, uh, like, two dudes in wheelchairs, Uh, like 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 Christopher Reeve, like they did blowing in a tube. Oh my goodness! Like fully paralyzed. It's played for laughs. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you made that movie now, I don't think it would happen.
0: Honestly, I was just I wanted to look up the reviews for it. It's at a fifty percent, so whatever. For Rough Night, but uh, Captain Underpants has an eighty-five, which is surprising to me. Uh, Cars Three has a sixty-six, which is unfortunate. I wish it was lower, but freaking. Uh, the new um transformers movie expected to be low is at a 16%
1: well no i mean i i don't know there's a part of me that the the reviews have makes me want to see it even if they weren't trying to cuz um the thing that i had heard was it was like the most bayest like michael bay movie in a really long time mm-hmm. and i'm like see that sells me cuz like that's the thing is like i love armageddon like which is dumb as dog shit but it's awesome that's fair so like if you if you're saying it's like that, then I'm sold. Because like, that was the thing I liked about the original Transformers, was I was like, it's kind of the perfect fucking movie for Michael Bay to make because really he's just, and I and I don't actually, I think he's actually a decently skilled filmmaker, but like the actual way he uses like characters and stuff in his films, special effects, he's very much just like a, to- like a kid playing with toys. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh no, as- Oh, yes. I'll save you, <laughs> sweet one.
0: No, you won't save her. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs>
1: That's so I'm just saying, like, and then like, when he said he's doing Transformers, I'm like, that's perfect. Like, that's the movie he always should have made. i like, this or GI Joe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then like, and then like basically the first, basically Transformers essentially is GI Joe versus Transformers. Like that group of uh, like the military guys, Joshua Mell's team, mm-hmm. uh, is more GI Joe like than either GI Joe movie. Like I don't, they're watch very much those
0: movies. I'm not ever going. I to. saw
1: both. I saw them both in the theater because I was I, I, I grew up on that shit, so like yeah. I couldn't <laughs> not. Um, but no, like, that thing is, like, so, like, if you're saying, like, because I, I have a problem with, like, Transformers, like, 4 and 2, like, whenever he tries to do, like, kind of, like...
0: Anything emotional?
1: Like, well, yeah, when he tries to get too big for his britches. It's, like, like when Teenage Mutant like, Ninja Turtles? That wasn't him. That was Jonathan Leavesman. Everybody blames him because he produced it, but he didn't fucking... Like, that's, Direct directed. Like, yeah, he had nothing to do with the actual filmmaking of it. Like... Debatable. That thing is really funny. is because, like, um... His studio, Platinum Dunes, um, were the guys that did, like, for a while, they're doing, like, all the fucking horror remakes. It was, like, the Texas Chainsaw one. They did, like, um, the Hitcher one and, like, Nightmare on Elm Street one. I got Friday 13th. All of them, blah, blah, blah. And it would always get brought up that, like, it would always fall on Bay. And I'm like, I guarantee you Bay has the least to do with this shit. Because I know for a fact, because he walked out of the Friday 13th pre- premiere uh in the first like 10 minutes because he's like he thought there was way too much sex and nudity in it, and i'm like if you didn't know if you had that little knowledge of the movie you were making clearly you weren't that involved yeah. like so it's like people blaming bay for the platinum dune shit i'm like i don't think really bay has that much to do with it <laughs> like i honestly think he's just basically just, he's, like, the he's the one who puts his name on it there. though yeah but he's not it's platinum dunes like it's it's him uh i think the name is uh form and fuller or the two other guys mm-hmm like it clearly, those two—they're the ones that are actually doing the producing stuff. Like he's mm-hmm. just basically funneling money into it, and that's fine. But it's just funny people like the, the, the whole Bay Turtles thing. I'm like, he didn't fucking do anything. Like he—it was like he was producing it, but like essentially he was just p- like piling money into it. Like hey
0: man, when they show his name in the trailers, I have no choice but to blame him.
1: Because <laughs> Jonathan Liebesman sucks. Like he is like one of the shittiest directors ever. Like. He, I don't How that dude keeps getting work is honestly amazing to me because every fucking time he makes a movie, it's fucking terrible. Every fucking time. Like, the Turtles movie was the least terrible movie he made, and that's because it's really hard to completely fuck up the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But, like, he did, like, Battle of Los Angeles, which is universally known to be a piece of shit. He did Darkness Falls, which is one of the worst movies ever. Like, he's a shitty, shitty filmmaker that, for some reason, keeps getting work, and I don't understand it for the life of me. Yeah,
0: the well um, will run dry eventually.
1: But yeah, but like, as I'm saying, like I bought the second Turtles movie at work the other day because it was like ten bucks for the Steelbook, um, Blu-ray. Yeah. And I was just like, I like the second movie because the second movie they actually fully got what it was. Like, that the, the problem with Jonathan Liebesman and like that entire crew was they were, they were trying to make the Turtles like real it was just like explain everything to the turtles. I'm like, I don't need to. What the fuck are you doing, yeah. dude? And then the second movie is just basically just like, let's make the fucking cartoon. But just, like, on a big screen with big effects and, like, li- live action. I'm saying I'm using live action for air quotes because, I mean, it's all... There's big shots where it's, like, I guarantee you it was completely anime. Like, when it's, like, um, the turtles fighting Bebop and Rocksteady in, like, fucking weird, like, places. I'm, like, I guarantee you no part of that shot was live action. Like, yeah. and none of it was a fucking camera plate. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, like, but it's as I'm saying, like, I'm okay with that because I was just, like, I grew up liking the cartoon. So like I'm down. Like if you want to make a fucking big ridiculous fucking Ninja movie that resembles that, aces. I'm cool We've with already that. Got like, that though. Well, yeah. no, because that thing is like the first one is close, but it was basically trying to split the difference between like not in the first Michael Bay. Yeah, Jeff yeah, even, the
0: original with the skin with the yeah, costumes. The
1: 1991. Um, like it's the closest, but they try to split the difference between the comics and the cartoon. Mm -hmm. so you don't completely get either um and then from like the second one it was basically trying so hard to be the cartoon but also trying on some level to be even more like kid friendly which is fucking ridiculous and then like the third one is a piece of shit nobody talks about Um, that's the one where they travel
0: through time and are wearing the samurai suits on the cover
1: yeah got it uh
0: tmnt well i think that was very
1: close but the problem was that like they they were trying to do like an actual like basically a turtles movie for people who had grown up on turtles, mm-hmm. like that's why like, the entire like every subplot of that movie is basically for us. Whereas like the actual plot plot like with the fucking monsters and shit was clearly just aimed at children, mm-hmm. and so it's really hard to completely like buy into it because it's such a stupid fucking plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I'm saying like the second the second of the new like the newest turtles movie is like the closest as by virtue of the fact that like it's. It's real enough that like you can buy it, but it's like it's very much the cartoon. Like it's fucking, it's them fighting Bebop, Rocksteady, and Krang for Christ's sake. So oh, yeah. like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm not sure he was actually Krang if he was like one of his species or whatever, but I can't it, remember. I hope but... it
0: was the real Krang. I, I that would be such a lame thing if it was just one of his species. I, I don't remember. Say. I like the first one more than the second one. I thought I, I just yeah, I, I, disagree. yeah. I, I didn't think either were like really good. I just liked the. Interaction with the turtles more in the first one, like the first one, I don't have a problem with. Like, the, but it's like the thing—the turtle stuff is fantastic. Oh it's yeah, they're, they're perfect. the turtles. Yeah,
1: what well, I'm saying, everything that's not featured the turtles, I have serious fucking problems with. Yeah. Like, and that's like the first half an hour is tough to get through. It was like I'm just like when it's all focused on like April and Neil and shit. I'm just oh, like God, I just yeah. I just I don't know why I'm doing this. And Will and Arnett. then like, and I don't even care because I dislike Megan Fox and I do like Will yeah, Arnett, yeah, but it's Arnett. just like. I don't give a shit about the characters that are not the t in Turtles. It's like the first Transformers movie. Like, the thing they actually I the think they did really well was they made me give a shit about the characters that were the Transformers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I cared when the Transformers weren't on screen as much as I cared when they were on screen. Mm-hmm. The problem was <laughs> that, like, at a certain point, they basically, like, they thought they could just replace these characters that they had established and just kind of give us Marky Mark and people would be completely fine as long as they just focused more on the Transformers. I'm like, no, because A, you're taking the Transformers themselves in weird directions, and B, Marky Mark is horrible, despite what people say, and, like, ruins everything. That's why I thought, I was really excited. I saw this uh, article the other day, the um, Mark title... Mark wonderful. Well, that he was like, I hate Marky Mark, but where he was just like, uh... Mark... Uh... <laughs> uh Marky Mark uh or Mark Wahlberg done with uh, movies I'm like holy crap and like, I clicked it it was just like the Transformers movies like he was done after this I'm yeah. like son of a bitch
0: when you I make was, like, as much money and have as big of a pull on audience as he does he ain't walking away anytime soon <laughs>
1: it's annoying though because I hate him so much he's so he's terrible a, he's
0: not a bad actor at all
1: He's not a good actor though. Like, I'm not he's saying he's like
0: Yeah, I'm not saying he's Oscar winning at all, but when you put him in the sea of He has def- a
1: nominated Nominated's fine
0: God. nominated's fine. There's been a lot of funky on nominations, but nominated's is fine. But when you put him in the sea of just actors that fill roles, especially the ones he does, he's he's above average i don't agree i don't He's like all average. of his like very 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 average all right well you're clearly not the deciding factor because he is still turning out the hits all right yeah i don't
1: see them the only one i have i've actually enjoyed it own is four brothers and even that i didn't pay more yeah than four,
0: four. four brothers is awesome that's a that's a good movie
1: well i think the reason four brothers works is because basically what he would have been had he not become an actor and taken off like with the you know Marky he almost Marvel. killed a guy Yes, he's a terrible oh, human being. I,
0: uh, not anymore. People change. But back then, he was. Yeah, he was a drug dealer, and there was some dispute over payment, and he broke the dude's jaw. And actually, it came unhinged—not just dislocated. It came unhinged. It was this Asian dude, and he almost killed him. He was in the ICU for a while, and Marky Mark went to jail, and then Mark Wahlberg got out, modeled, music, whatever, whatever, and now he's like yeah. one of the biggest stars.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why that movie works for me. But like, and that's the thing is like when he gets the. Uh... He got the Oscar nomination for um, *The Departed*. I'm like, have you seen his fucking performance? Like, it is so over the top and shitty. Like, that's what they why. Why would you possibly give that guy? Like, it's like Jesus Christ. Like, I'm really glad they didn't give it to him. Like, you do need to word. rewatch
0: *Boogie Nights*. We've talked about that on the podcast.
1: I did. I actually oh, did. Oh, you did rewatch it. And actually, it? I told. I actually, I finally put my finger on why I don't like it that much, and it was Marky Mark. No like, way. I, I, no, no. Dirk I the, Diggler. The, no, no. I had a conversation with Kevin. Um, because I did rewatch it and I was just like, I watched it again, and like this time when I watched it again, I could finally put my finger on why I didn't like it. And it was Marky Mark. I was like, if you had pulled him out and put like any of other like PT Anderson's usual crew of like walking Phoenix or something, you would have had an exponentially better product. Uh-huh. the problem is that Mark Wahlberg is a fucking awful actor, and especially at that point like that was his first decent performance so everyone gave him praise and i'm just yeah. like it's decent it's just you're only giving him praise because his previous performances were so shitty eh. but like he's your focal point of the film and he is just like i'm not gonna say he's unsympathetic or unlikable because that's really all he has going for him is he's made that character like that
0: yeah
1: but there's literally like there's nothing it's like it's like it's like a black hole at the center where it's like i have this thing in the middle that i don't like that's kind of rotting everything out from outwards whenever there was big points in the movie where he wasn't in them were the best parts of the fucking movie It's the problem is like whenever you had to because like everybody else in the movie is fucking fantastic like don shield's is really good burt reynolds is really good william which is h macy kills it Macy like like literally like everybody in that fucking movie is good except for marky Mark and then he's your fucking lead and that sucks
0: <laughs> agree to disagree good sir because
1: that's the thing that's why I like Magnolia way better it just is and then every other PC Anderson movie like literally every one of them that I've seen I haven't seen uh the most recent ones but um like I haven't I haven't seen inherent vice all the way through oh, I've heard that that's really really good well I like I'm gonna say it's PT anderson's so I'm sure it is um who did the other guys uh adam mckay
0: okay because that's a funny movie
1: i refuse to watch that fucking movie what why i don't like adam mckay and i don't like fucking marky mark so no
0: marky mark's not in the other guy or no sorry not that movie god no the nice guys not that movie
1: oh that was uh shane black
0: shane black yeah with ryan gosling and
1: yeah russell uh, crowe
0: russell crowe that movie is phenomenal and it's oh yeah dude
1: shane black like that's the thing is like shane black is one of my personal heroes like because i didn't know until like forever later um that like he because it wasn't really until i watched um monster squad again as an adult Mm -hmm. and i saw his name in the credits where he was like a fred decker and shane black and i was like that name sounds familiar and i looked it up and i was just like he did like Lead the weapon one um, and he had done, like, all the like, Last Boy Scout, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I had a period where, like, I ended up watching, like, almost all of his work. Um, back when, like, Netflix was the discs and everything. Yeah, I basically just – I just basically got every, like, Shane Black thing that he would ever been involved with. And he actually walked away from Hollywood for a long time. And it was because – he kept getting paid more and more to do stuff he didn't believe in. Mm-hmm. And he eventually was just like, I don't need this money anymore. Like I have enough money. Like I'm fine. I want to just go the fuck away and do my own thing and just kind of whatever. So he literally willfully walked away from Hollywood for like 10 years until he made uh kiss, kiss, bang, bang, which was a a phenomenal film. B was the movie that basically brought uh Downey back. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing. it's like when you watch kiss, kiss, bang, bang, that's why like I was sold when they announced him as Iron Man. I'm like, Fuck it, dude. Like he was really good in Kiss Kiss Bang, Bang Like I'm down with that dude being Iron Man. Um, and then uh, the nice guy's kind of like almost like a kind of a sequel in a way to Kiss Kiss Bang because it's kind of the same thing where it's like because he basically invented the whole like buddy cop like thing. Yeah, with the, the weapon. Yeah. There wasn't really anyone that did it before that. I mean, like it had exi- like there have been obviously cops have been friends, but it wasn't like the same thing. Um, so he does it really well, but yeah. So like um, he so basically everything he's been involved with i've been stoked on like everything he's directed so far was kick bang, bang iron man 3 and the nice guys and i love all three so like i am down he's doing currently uh actually team up again i had mean for this to come full circle but um with uh, fred decker who did monster squad they again co-wrote together they co-wrote what's coming out next summer i believe uh the predator which is the first oh. pre- uh of the new predator movies yeah
0: oh they're re- so they're resetting again
1: Yes, because basically, I don't know why Predators didn't get a sequel, but like for whatever reason they didn't. So yeah, I guess they're just being like, okay, let's try it again. Are they? But,
0: is this going to be another separate universe, or are they just making a movie? None of it's separate universes; they're all the well, same. Well, no, I just mean everything's a universe now. So, well, I mean, I I wouldn't say that I means it's,
1: it's it all exists in the same universe. I mean, I think like, you would have if you wanted to, you could have Adrian Brody be involved. Like they're not going to. They're actually having the dude. The dude's playing the lead in it is uh the guy who was the bad guy in Logan
0: who I haven't seen Logan yet. Oh okay. buddy.
1: It pisses me off because he's so good, but he's so good looking and he uh dated my beloved Elizabeth Olsen and I'm like I hate mm. you so
0: much. Elizabeth but... Olsen. Scarlet Witch.
1: Ew, I like her. Yeah. I was like um I was like I hate you on so many levels, but you're so good. And I can't really completely hate you. I think you're very talented, but you're very irritating. You're very good looking, and you're dating the fucking woman I'm in love with. So this is bullshit.
0: Currently, still, or did he break her heart yet?
1: They broke up. Oh, um, too soon. But yeah, but yeah, like he, like it, he's actually probably got the best chance of make a basically making Predator into a franchise again. He's the because, good guy
0: in Predators.
1: Yeah. Okay. In the Predator, it's just the, the Predator because the last one uh, was
0: called Predators. Yeah,
1: got it. Um. Well, yeah, because the bad guy's always going to be the fucking Predator.
0: <laughs> like, that's, well, that's what I meant. I was like, why does it matter what his performance is? He's going to be in a goddamn suit. It's not going to... But, okay. <laughs> um,
1: but, no. Um, that's why I'm stoked for it. Just, and the reason I think it could work... Because, like, the whole reason, like, um, the first Predator works better than really any other one is because... A, Arnold. Schwarzenegger... What well, I'm saying, Schwarzenegger is a fucking... Like I mean, granted, yeah, it's also John McTiernan directed it, and John McTiernan is one of the best directors ever, one of the most underrated directors ever. Um, but like the thing about Arnold is like Arnold is a dude who literally is maybe the most charismatic um, movie star, action star. I would say movie star. Okay. Probably of his generation, and one of the one of the one of the top of all time. Mm-hmm. Like. That's why when um, he passed the torch to The Rock in the rundown with like the little scene where he like they like see each other in the hallway mm-hmm. and he's like have fun and kept walking I was like that's a torch that could be passed but I was just like the thing that The Rock has going for him is that fucking insane ludicrous amount of charisma that he has mm-hmm. and that's what Arnold always had going for him because I was a kid I never had any idea how people said that he was such a bad actor and then I watched like all of his movies like as an adult and I'm like oh he has the same accent whether he's playing a robot from the future Or, like, a Russian, like, operative. Or, like, blah, blah, blah. It's always the same performance over and over and over again. But, like, the thing is, but the reason you keep seeing those movies is because he is so charismatic and magnetic that, like, you put him in pretty much anything and it'll work on some level or another. Mm -hmm. And, like, Predator was just fucking perfect. And that was the thing, is, like, that's why, if they do it right, the reason the Predator could work is because Shane Black is a very underrated director, like John McTiernan, and also you have a super charismatic lead, that like because that's the thing and i do really like adrian brody but like adrian brody is a really good actor and he does have charisma but he doesn't have that kind of charisma like he's not like just oozing with it mm-hmm. um whereas this dude like that's the thing like when i when i walked away from logan i was just like that was the dude that was a standout to me was okay. the bad guy so i was just like and also the little girl who played x23 but yeah that's what um, everyone
0: talked about that i heard
1: but yeah, like well, that. well, I'm the thing that impressed me most. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it's that's funny though. Is like uh, you watch me watch Stranger Things. Um, oh yeah. I, I guess uh, 11. Uh, Millie uh, Bobby Brown. Uh, um, she auditioned for Axe 23 and she didn't get it. And I was like, it would have made me phenomenally happy. Is in like one universe she's Jean Grey and like another universe she's fucking Wolverine. I was just like, that's fantastic. That, that would be me happy. Cool. But I do feel like she was a little bit too old. Cause I was like, she's wait, Millie Bobby
0: Brown is Jean Grey in a universe?
1: Well, not, but, like, stranger Things, she essentially is Jean Grey. Oh, gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Because I was like, holy <laughs> shit, is that something I missed? But, okay, bring it back. Like,
1: they're very clearly, the entire fucking show is very clearly heavily influenced by the X-Men. I and mean, Christ, they bring up X-Men constantly. Yeah. Like, the whole comic book and everything. So, like, they clearly base that character a lot on Jean Grey. Like, it's a very similar character. It's just basically, like, it's a mix of, like, Jean Grey with, like, Carrie and, like, mm-hmm. shit like that. But I'm just yeah, saying, it's I very, it's like I Stephen King... That it's like stephen king if stephen king wrote the x-men you get stranger things essentially <laughs> Fair enough. um but yeah like that's the thing is like so yeah so like i'm stoked for like pretty much like yeah that 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 whole like every all basically the future is just bright bright, so bright bright it's
0: at least India. in the entertainment world
1: and i'm glad that fred decker is working again because like he made night of the creeps through one of my favorite movies he made Monster Squad, which is one of my favorite movies, like, ever. Like, it's like, I watch the movie constantly. That's why I still think when they're doing, Universal's doing the Dark Universe, I was like, you're building up to basically your Avengers of Monsters. I already got that fucking movie with the Monster Squad when I was, like, four years old. So, like, I'm good, man. Like, you can do what the fuck you want. but it' like, will be
0: so much different this time.
1: There, well, there is no CGI, and that's what makes it work, is it was all practical effects, and that's... The thing like, that I always think it's funny about, like, monster movies, like, all of the best shit was done with practical effects... And yet now they always try to do shit with CGI. And I'm just like, why? Like, what do you not understand? Like, the best, to this day, the best werewolf transformation everybody points to is American Werewolf. And that was done 100% practically. 100%. And it's just like, and people still talk about, like, the original Wolfman. Like, the Lon Chaney transformations. Like... Mm -hmm. It's like, why do you think that you need to have like CGI? Like, you don't. You clearly don't. Like, so what's the fucking point? Mm-hmm. Fucking hire Rick, Bra- Rick Baker, get him out of retirement, and have him do it again. Like, it's fine. Like, that's it. Like, um, the one time I thought it worked kind of was the last Wolfman movie with uh, Benicio del Toro, um, where they had Rick Baker as the makeup effects guy, where they, they blended makeup effects and CGI that was fine like it's like if you mix the two it's fine it's the problem is like when you try to just do full-blown cgi it just it bombs well it's it, not it, that it, just... it bombs it's just
0: that it's not as um convincing sometimes
1: yeah it just doesn't work yeah and that's my whole thing is like that's why, the thing i still think is funny like i do want to see the mummy but the thing i thought was funny was it like i don't really know what it is about the mummy that makes people think of action films <laughs> but like because like, because i mean like the original mummy with boris karloff is a horror film like that's what it is like and then Steven summers had the idea in the 90s to do like a big like action adventure film um with the mummy again with tom cruise and apparently somebody thought that was a good idea and i don't really understand why because i'm just like what are you trying to build you with your dark universe movie like are they not going to be horror films like i get there probably aren't going to be horror films that's the whole fucking point because they basically want to make it because that's the, that's the main problem with film in general is, like, when you see something cool and original, even, like, The Nice Guy, like, something like that, like or, like, John Wick, like, it's something that slipped through the system. Yes. It's not, like, what, like, pretty much the only, like, I think the reason that the Marvel movies are so popular is because those ones are, they, they are kind of made for everybody, but they, all, they also do a very specific, like, vision behind them. Like, Kevin Feige is very much, like, a specific vision of what he wants to do, and that's why they work. Because it's it's still got a singular creative vision. It's just like There's an end game. You want to say, you you're yeah, you're making it for everybody, but you're not like knocking off edges, being like, well, people won't like this or they won't like this. He was the guy who was like, no, this works. I've seen it work. I'm reading it. It works. Let's just do it. Yeah. And that's the problem. Is like the reason that you would see a monster movie of like monsters, like Is to see them all be like, and I'm not saying necessarily do like a full blown horror movie, but you don't want to see Van Helsing again. Like, that's why they didn't make more Van Helsings, because it just, it didn't work. Like, the only thing I. This is unfortunate,
0: because I freaking love Van Helsing.
1: I hate the movie. Um, But, like, the reason, like, Monster Squad works is because it's very much like, it's. People talk about being like the Goonies with monsters. I'm like, it's really not, because it's much darker. Like, that's the thing. Like, the reason, like, they were keenly aware of, of like, what the difference with the movies they were making. Like,. The Goonies is very much, like, kind of a throwback to, like, pirate movies and, like, swashbuckling buckling adventures. And then, like, fucking Monster Squad is basically, like, taking a bunch of kids and throwing them in, like, a horror movie. Where it's, like, the first time you had all the monsters, like, line up. And it's, like, where it's, like, you have the Mummy and Black Lagoon and Wolfman and Dracula and Frankenstein, mm-hmm. like, all together. And, like, with an evil plot. And, like, the, and like the, the one that turns out to be the... the and, like, you give them depth. Because, like, the whole thing was, basically like, Wolfman not one because basically they did the whole wolfman curse thing um they played on that and like frankenstein being the one that like ends up becoming an ally to the kids because like he's he essentially is a kid mm-hmm. um so it's like it was there was more depth to it than you really expect and that's the thing is like that's what makes me nervous about this entire dark universe I'm like i don't think we're going to get that because there also is no guiding hand like there's just one fucking. And that's the thing. Um, did you hear yesterday um, that Lord Miller are off of uh, the Han Solo movie I while they were that shooting yet. it? While they were shooting it, yeah. that is unprecedented. Like creative differences popping up, like pre or post production, that's been heard before and that's happened. While movies being shot, mm-hmm. that is unprecedented. And everything I've heard was they were fired. And then the reason I've heard of why they were fired. Was because the people who were producing it, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and um, uh, Larry Kazdan, were like very had very specific ideas of what Star Wars should be, and they weren't making it. I'm like, then why did you hire them? Like, like that's the thing that the whole thing with Rogue One was like. And I do think the end, end product turned out okay, but the whole thing was that by all accounts, at least a third of that movie is reshoots because. They got the movie and they were like shocked it was a Gareth Edwards movie. And they were like, fuck, we need to make it Star Wars. And it's just like, but what's the point of that? Because, like, as much as everybody loved episode seven, like, the thing that I had a problem with it was it was the fucking same thing we had seen before. Twice. So, like, what's the fucking point? No, I think the thing I actually think that Lucas did that was cool that he didn't get enough credit for in the prequels was that, like, and I didn't really realize it. It never really clicked in my head until I saw episode seven that, like, with the prequels he did everything new like it was just like different like worlds different like characters it was it was completely different like tonally it didn't feel like anything like, they, they didn't it's like neither any movie felt like Empire any movie felt like Return of the Jedi any, like, it all felt like its own thing like everything good or bad mm-hmm. whether you liked it or not it's all very much original and that's the fucking problem with episode 7 to me was that, like I like it I think it's good but like it wasn't in any way it was just it was basically just like giving the fans what you know they want i'm just like okay but what i want is not to just see the same shit over and over again like that's why i'm really hoping that last jedi is very different Mm -hmm. because i'm like that's the fucking what's the point if it's just if i'm just getting the original trilogy again i can just watch the original trilogy like what's the fucking point yeah so i don't know this is like a personal thing that drives me nuts but all of this shit we're just like it's a, it's like back in the day you had like I actually think the best example ever is when it, I guess this started was like when they made Alien. Um, it was Ridley Scott who nobody knew who the fuck Ridley Scott was, um, and it was written by Dan O'Bannon who really didn't have that many credits to his name, and they made one of the best movies ever. Like because it was like the studio's just like yeah we liked what you've done like in the, the tiny amount of stuff you've done so just do it, mm-hmm. and then Aliens. Nobody knew who James Cameron was, but they were just like he was writing and directing it. Fuck it, give you a shot. Let's see what happens. You made the Terminator. Let's see what you do with this. Um, Terminator's made on no money, yeah. and it was like, and so yeah, they and it blew up. And then it was like by Alien Three, it was like you had now you don't even know, but at the time it was like you had David fucking Fincher, and you just step on his nuts constantly. We're just like, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. That's not no no no. And then in the fourth movie, you had Joss fucking Whedon. Writing it and uh, Jean-Pierre Junet, who did Amelie and um, stuff like that, uh, directing it, and you kept stepping on their nuts. And that's the thing is like, and when when film, when when they didn't when they when they stopped caring about artists and just started caring about like the product, yeah. is when things go to hell. The only way you're gonna get get a good product is if you actually have a singular vision. And even it not necessarily isn't necessarily going to work, but the only way you're gonna get anything that actually is worthwhile or even just original or unique? Anything is in that respect. But that's the reason that, G- that the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's really why the why most of the uh, Marvel movies. I like the fact that like, they kind of let directors
0: be the directors to a large extent. Like you have. Um, I feel like, like at Guardians. first they did, and it changed a little bit. Besides Guardians it's being a little, the. It's key. a little bit.
1: It's a little bit, but also like I think it also depends if you stick around or not as a director, because like I think like they give they've given um, a lot of credit and like leeway to uh the russo brothers yeah um it's given a lot of leeway and credit james mm-hmm. young i think it doesn't matter if you stick around or not true like, i think, they give a, I think they give a lot of leeway and credit to uh the uh peyton reed with the second and movie like oh i'm excited um, for that oh yeah, yeah to, but no but that's the whole thing is like the when they when they made guardians that was the whole thing is like uh they saw like the the way the what he was making they were like we don't feel like there's enough James Gunn in this. Like, we want more James Gunn, and he's like, "You want that? Because I was trying to make like the movie that I thought you wanted. But like, mm-hmm. if you want me to be more of my own shit, I will do that." They're like, "Yeah, bring us more James Gunn," and then you end up with like two of the most beloved, like oh movies. yeah, oh
0: without a doubt, but
1: he's fantastic. So that's the thing. It's like once you like, if you actually trust your filmmakers, like. I mean, granted, it, as I said, it doesn't always work, because, like, Zack Snyder, they trusted with DC films, and that didn't really work out. Um, but um, what actually reminds me, um, <laughs> apparently Kevin listened to, uh, well, at least some of, because when the spoilers started happening, he turned it off. Uh-huh. Um, he listened to some of last week's Watchmen one. Oh,
0: yeah. And he was
1: like, he was like, fuck he's just like well it made me think that we need to do a Watchmen one he's like if there was ever a crossover we should have fucking done that at the crossover and i'm like <sighs> i didn't know we were doing it until like the day
0: before it happened so like yeah. i had no time to think or coordinate i'd be down um, to do a Watchmen one there's something new watchmen need to talk about now anyways what's the thing i'm like i'm probably like,
1: like doomsday clock we will probably all do the thing
0: oh yeah yeah after the first episode or first issue
1: yeah um so yeah we'll see what's we'll see what's up then uh, but yeah. That's all I was things. talking it's about the under-
0: shitty HBO show that they're trying to make. I mean... Nope, save so- it for the crossover. I'm just saying, somebody did make a... One of my friends did make a, a decent
1: point, because Kevin has been for days trying to get me to watch The Leftovers. Uh-huh. Um, because he's like... He's like, it's really good. It's like one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. It's like up there with Daredevil, blah, blah. blah. And I'm just like... Yeah, but it's Damon fucking Lindelof and he fucking ruined. It. He's just like he's like, well, yeah, but like this is him working with like blah blah. I'm like he ruined the Alien franchise, Kevin. Like, do mm-hmm. you know how much that hurts me? Like, you know how much it hurts me to hate a movie as much. Like, I I thought that I didn't like Alien Resurrection until I saw fucking Prometheus, yeah. and I was like, no, that's like just like an Alien movie. Um, but like Cut's my statement. friend Sean, who hates Prometheus, was like, he's like, well. Like, Lost is really good, and Leftover is really good. So, like, I mean, everybody has at least, like, one or two shitty things in their resume. So he's yeah. like, Watchmen could hypothetically work. He's like, also, he's like, True. maybe he just works better in, like, like a 13, like, I think a, like a longer form format than he does in, like, a shorter form format. I'm like, I'm prepared to give it a shot, because also, as I said, <laughs> the bar is so low. Yeah, it really. it. For, for
0: you it is. I understand that.
1: <laughs> that, like... It's like, as long as you give me, like, something that feels like Watchmen, I'm all set. Yeah. Because <laughs> that that's the thing I was, like, trying, I was talking about the other day, where I was like, it is funny to me that, like, it's like, the whole thing with, like, books. Like, I, I, can't, cause I can't remember what I was watching. Oh, yeah, I was talking to Kevin about, because um, I've been re-watching the Marvel shows in uh, Dolby Vision uh, with the 4K. And um, and I was basically just like, I still feel like the first season of Daredevil, because I felt it when I first watched it. I like it's i feel like it's too dark like i feel like it's like it's like treading into like diggle territory mm-hmm. um and he was just like no like it's like the first season is like bendis and the second season is miller i'm like fuck you dude like it's like and i like the more we talk about it, the more i'm like it is there there is a thing where basically like everybody um definitely like reads and interprets things differently of course and you don't know. Like, you, you, like In my head, I have what I see, when I read like the Miller or Bendis Daredevil and I think Kevin, he's something completely different. I have what I read when I read Watchmen mm-hmm. and I think Zack Snyder clearly has something completely different. Mm-hmm. But it's like that thing, it's with like books, they're so open to interpretation and like what you, the way you're putting it together in your own head that like there's room for like disconnect and then, and that's fine until you try to adapt something and then like basically you're just like, that's not the way I see it. But you can't really necessarily say that Zack Slander is wrong. Like I feel like he did Superman wrong, but I feel like it's hard to say he's wrong with Watchmen because like that's how he saw it. I don't think he's right. Yeah, clearly a lot of people agree with me, but like it's very hard to say he's wrong because I just that's how he saw it. So yeah. and like, there's how people can I, like he's... me
0: and Kevin that would agree with that. He's I don't think he's wrong at all. I loved it. After rewatch, I said last time it did go down a little bit, but still neither here nor there. I enjoyed the hell out of it.
1: I think it's funny. He's like he said that you were incredibly ballsy for like um, showing it to somebody that, them reading it, and he, I was just like, in fairness, people refuse to read in this fucking country. Oh my like, they God, even,
0: do they refuse to read? It's so. People won't even read
1: fucking subtitles. Like, I remember when I worked <sighs> in a video store, and I would get when Pan Lambert came out, I would get calls literally two or three times a day from people who would fucking call and be like, "Did you do this movie get subtitles?" And I was just <laughs> like, "Yes." And they're like, "Well, I didn't." I'm just like, well, I mean, you can come and return it if you want. Why, do my money back? I'm like, no, you fucking rented the movie. Like, you fucking, you can't, there's no buyer's remorse. Like, yeah. rent something else. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah. Pay attention to what you're getting, punk ass. Yeah, no shit.
1: So, yeah. so I <sighs> no, just, I'm,
0: I'm going through that with people now, like, because I, I really, I love reading, and I'm reading Redwall right, right now, which is phenomenal, and, uh. I have all my friends. I'm like, let's do the book club. Okay, every few days we'll talk about the next page. And they're like, yeah, how about two weeks? I'm like, what? And they hold off until the very last day to finally finish reading it before we'll talk about it. I'm like, oh, you had so much time. Just read. Just read something. It's so it's so frustrating. But that's neither here nor there. there. I'm going to get Tommy to read Watchmen because he read the button and he loved it. And he and I was like, Yeah, of course you did. He actually he he was one of the guys who rips on Batman a lot. He's like, Batman's mm. way better in this comic than I than I ever thought he was. And I was like, Yeah, he's he's awesome. Anyways, I'm gonna get him to read Watchmen and get excited about it. But I gotta go get my oil changed. So let's let's do our games. We got games to okay. play. Okay. All right. Who's who? Started off with who's who? Matt Damon, Ben Affleck. 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 Um,
1: I mean, I feel like my like because the, the one thing that I think would make me Matt Damon is just because, like...
0: Matt
1: Damon. M- Matt Damon um, is very much, like, a uh, director's actor where, like, he's all about just, like, let the director do what the fuck they want. Like, it's like, I trust the director. I get that. Um, he's not, like, a movie star where he's just like, no, no, this is what this is what I'm going to do, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So, like, that's the one thing that makes me think I might be Matt Damon. But, like, uh, Affleck's comic nerdery and also insane amount of ability with writing and directing can, can i be both can we can no we we no no <laughs> you can't be matt
0: affleck and i'm not gonna be ben damon you have to be one or the other
1: uh i mean uh well he was okay matt damon was in road uh not road trip um
0: euro trip yeah he was and that seems like something that fits your sensibilities so you do matt damon i'll be bad affleck think i'll be good enough to one day do the martian and, no, uh, I don't and at all. <laughs> Elysium and stuff? Okay, I'm on it. Uh, who's who? Gilligan and the Skipper.
1: Uh, Oh, Christ. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're both buffoons in I this mean, scenario. I mean, i say
1: <laughs> from a physical standpoint, I guess obviously I would be the Skipper and you'd be Gilligan.
0: <laughs> we're not talking physicality here, buddy. You're just taking the brain out. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Skype pros. Oh, crap. Well what what's the guy to do in this scenario when Skype's gonna go ahead and just 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 can freeze on me? It got really quiet, that's why I know his has like a hum in the background that I'm always listening for, and it went away. So how about I hang up and call him back? Let's try that. Oh, it hung up for me. Just kidding. I'm sure you heard that. No internet can- oh shit, my internet cut out. Oh shit my internet's gone let me tell patrick that my internet oh shit he's calling my internet's back oh shit i was just texting you my internet just completely went away like computer disconnected skype disconnected my phone so i just started talking to the mic as one would do in said scenario and you're back all right okay yeah because
1: I the the frozen screen of you creepily smiling at the camera for like an extended length of time. It's what <laughs> it's I do. Really weird.
0: Your hand was like on your cheek, you were like looking up like a scholar. <laughs> Someone would make a statue of that pose. I should have screenshotted it. I um, mean I
1: guess your gilgan I'm the skipper, I guess I'll go
0: with. Um, I'll be that I, really, I haven't watched the I don't the show know either of us are
1: either, but yeah. yeah.
0: I'll just take like it. To- I prefer to think I'm the professor, but fair enough. <laughs> no, that's not on the options. All right. Who's who? Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker in rush hour.
1: Well, you don't ever stop talking. Neither do I, I guess. I but... was just about to
0: say, hold on. This whole episode has been about 45 minutes, Patrick, 14 minutes, Kevin. All <laughs> right. So, wait a minute.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I would say you're more Chris Tuckery, though, and I'm more Jackie Chan y, personally.
0: Yeah. yeah. Who? Where? What it is it good for? Absolutely not. Sink. Whoa.
1: And better I've always seen the first. I, I've always seen the first rush hour, and I stopped watching. I feel like I hate Brett Ratner. But wow.
0: the first one's good. Second one's better. Is good as well. Third one's whatever. That's that's my yeah. understanding. I love them just because they're go- goofy buddy cop movies. How would I not love them? All right. Who's who? Another one of these classic. Uh, same. Well, that person. was like. Oh. This is just. a brief like whatever like uh
1: because uh, you, you obviously you watch community yep um uh, the, the moment where i found that i was uh abed was uh when um shirley's going on and on about tower heist and how great uh brett ratner is and how brett ratner will be the next Steven spielberg and everything and abed finally they just like you're a bad person you're a bad person and like walks away and i was just like that's me that's very much
0: me So at least you know it at least you're aware uh, who would win in a fight, Vin Diesel as Riddick versus Vin Diesel as the Last Witch Hunter? I never saw the Last Witch Hunter, so I couldn't. Oh, say. I- he's just—he uses a sword and he's immortal, but I think he can die by being hurt or something. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. Riddick is a fucking. I mean, yeah. he's a. Mur- when in doubt, vote for Riddick because Riddick <laughs> yes, is yes. <laughs> so awesome. I Riddick really has killed like- so many people. Oh my god! I really like the Chronicles of Riddick.
1: Um, it's better than I thought it would be. Like, I had heard so many shootings things about it over the years. Um, I saw Pitch Black, and I didn't ever end up seeing Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, because
0: Pitch Black's excellent. That's a good movie.
1: It was right before, um, uh, Riddick came out, the third one, that I finally saw Chronicles of Riddick. And I'm like, it's actually not bad. I was just like, it's, it's way better than I thought it would be. I still think it's weird. They went from, like, this very, like, kind of, like... Alien esque film, yeah. Solo like very, kind of survival. Yeah, it's like survival coming. horror. Yeah, and then do like this fucking big epic sci fi action film. I'm like, what <laughs>
0: <laughs> is Riddick? Is Riddick similar? Because I never did see Riddick.
1: Riddick is exactly Pitch Black. He Pitch Black again with a slightly higher budget. Like I love that, but yeah, it's back to it's basically back to basics.
0: Okay, uh, with Batista. <laughs> I love Batista. You know that. Uh, who would win in a fight? Oh god, there's so many good ones. Uh Boomhauer versus Fez.
1: That is the weirdest. I mean, <laughs> Boomhauer I would assume is he's a Texan, so I mean Yeah, and he doesn't talk, talk much and those dude. are the
0: ones you have to look out for.
1: Um, so yeah, I guess Boomhauer he's a Texan and he's um, a grown man whereas Fez is a teenage boy. <laughs>
0: yeah, but at one point in the show he was pretty buff because the actor realized he could do more than just be Fez. So he worked out a lot and got buff. So yes. I, you never and, know.
1: And had sex with like every hot woman in, in Hollywood for a while. And then disappeared.
0: That's yes. the dream. That's literally the dream. <laughs> uh, who would win in a fight? Yeah. <laughs> triple h as the chaperone versus vin diesel as the pacifier
1: <laughs> why are they why would you save the other vin diesel one for another time
0: because <laughs> this one's funny i i saw triple h and i forgot i put this one on here
1: wasn't like the pacifier like a special ops guy and everything like was yeah that he, he was
0: like a uh undercover like navy seals guy who was yeah. gonna be a but isn't the chaperone and... triple fucking h Come on. Well, yeah, but he's, just like, an ex-con, like... Oh, man. hey, you tell me ex-cons don't know how to throw down?
1: More than a fucking, like, Navy SEAL? Yes, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. So you give this one to Vin Diesel? I give it to the to the pacifier more than the chaperone, Yeah, You just
0: can't lose. It's just... It's <laughs> Vin freaking Diesel, man. You just can't lose.
1: Uh Yeah, I, I guess. Lie. I mean, it's weird to say, but yes. It's weird,
0: but so right.
1: Well, that was a brief time when Triple H was, like yeah like my body's starting to break down maybe I should start acting with The Rock and then nothing really worked out so it's just like well fuck it I'm gonna start this other like league <laughs> and I'm gonna be in charge of it and then it was just like he ended up like NXT blew up big and then so it's just like I'm gonna work at Wrestlemania once a year <laughs> and have it be like one of the main events and make a fuck ton of money and you're gonna so... pay me <laughs> oh yeah he's like one of the highest paid dudes
0: in WWE oh, like, I don't doubt that at all him and I John mean, Cena well, yeah, but I think he makes like four million a year, or something like that. Woo! Is that a lot for a wrestler? I don't, I don't know their pay scale. Well,
1: I mean, it's not like I mean, I mean, it's, it's not a little. Oh, okay, <laughs> like, you no, know, it's still
0: four million a year. But.
1: I mean, like you're most okay. Most dudes who are like not main eventers, like you guys who aren't like Randy Orton or like uh, John Cena or blah blah blah, like they there's a reason that they all share rental cars and everything and share <laughs> hotel rooms. It's because, like, basically, you you get like, let's say, I don't know, like, hundred thousand dollar guaranteed money. Um, and then like you get paid like for like bonuses, blah blah like when you work.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but the thing is, that like that basically that hundred is basically your year. So like, um, that's basically all of your money for a year. So basically you're spending it all on like
0: travel and food and it? Uh, yeah,
1: because tra- you, you, W doesn't pay dick for your... Like, they have your plane tickets, but other than that, you're on your own. like They don't pay for your food, they don't pay for your fucking, like, transportation. Short, like, yeah,
0: short-term travel. Like, if you're going from Connecticut to New York, they're just like, yeah, you're gonna go ahead and drive.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what, they, it's, that's what, they, that's what you do. Yeah. So I thought it was funny that everybody was, like, astonished like when, like, all the rental cars pulled up at the uh, Civic Center. I'm like, that's what fucking wrestlers have to do. Like, yeah. the only one who might have a bus is AJ, because AJ, I think, probably makes enough money, mm-hmm. but um best thing is like most dudes like in wrestling don't make a ton of money like it's like you it seems like a lot they're making but like unless you're like john cena and like it's like
0: a, it's like a soap opera tv star it's like yeah they're on tv but really they're doing it because they don't want to work at a retail store like they're not making that much they're just making enough to keep going. Well, no, i mean
1: it. they're doing it i mean because they love doing it but it's just like it's it's not something like, like I know that like, Jinder Mahal when he got fired before he came back and became inexplicably unexpected WWE champion. Um, I guess he was actually thinking about opening like, a subway. Like he just like he just like, I'm done now. Like I'm I'm not making like if I go in the Indies I won't be making enough money to like yeah. basically live this life as a wrestler. So I'm am I'm, I'm done. Like he's just yeah. like, so like he was just he was preparing to just be done and then I guess they called him back and were just like. Well, we're gonna bring you in. So they basically brought him in as a jobber, and then inexplicably they were just like he got really big, like he got really cut. And like and then they were like, Well, we are thinking about breaking into India. That's a lot of money that we aren't making. Champion. So like <laughs> Um So yeah, so like I mean that's the thing, is like it if you were, like, if you're, like, John Cena, like, I know John Cena, like, his fucking house, the fucking palace, and, like, he's... He's also worth... got,
0: like, licensing deals and movie deals and...
1: But even before that, like, he had all of this shit, because, like, also because the business has changed, like... I, I remember that's a big part of the reason Punk quit, was because like, um... They used to get pay-per-view bonuses and stuff, so, like, um, if you basically, for a long time, if you worked the main event at WrestleMania, you were a millionaire. Like, that day, you were a millionaire, because, mm-hmm. basically, it was universally known, you were making at least a million dollars um to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now, uh with the network, like there isn't the same system set up. So like I definitely think people aren't making the same money that they were. Even yeah. the ones that like like that's like, I know even Punk was saying like, at the end when he was just like he told me, like, the of podcast where he'd be like asking like, so what does this mean as far as like money? Like if we're not doing peer reviews on pay-per-view anymore? Like, well we'll get back to you, we're trying to figure it out, blah blah. So, I really, I would doubt that is what people are making
0: really good money. (laughs) Yeah, six, seven figures on matches. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. But, gotta wrap it up. Gotta go. Either way, thanks for listening uh, to this episode of Man of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. (laughs) Thanks for listening.